Welcome, everyone, to the Sundays at Turkey Run broadcast. You know, what's really interesting is that for all of uh, our listeners out there who listen to our podcast, every podcast we've ever done has always been um, with the Sunday messages. But it does say in our bio on our podcast that we would also do special services, special events. And this happens to be a podcast that is not based on a message, but it's actually based on Summer Bible School. So the Turkey Run Summer Bible School is coming up. It's going to be from June Monday, June 26th to Friday, June 30th. Um, the um, Bible school times are 9 in the morning to 1130 um, later in the morning. We ask that all those who arrive, if you could arrive by 845, 850, that would be great. Um, on Friday, it's a little bit different with the schedule on June 30th. We'll have a normal morning class, but then we'll also have an evening program, a meal at 6 p.m., and then a class program uh, at 7 p.m. Uh, for more information on this, you could... Uh, Email us at turkeyrunmc at proton.me, or you can go out to our Facebook page. Uh, that's Look up Turkey Run Mennonite Church, and, and you'll find uh, registration forms, and we'll get into that uh, in just a second. Um, Summer Bible School is at Turkey Run Mennonite Church, of course, 5661 Township Road 372 in Logan, Ohio, and our zip code is 43138. In studio, I, I have our director uh, of Summer Bible School, Derek Fisher. Derek? How are you doing today? Doing well. Thank you. Ex excellent, excellent. So we kind of got through the basic information, Derek. So let's uh, just a couple. We're going to go through some questions, uh, just explaining summer Bible school, um, kind of what your heart and your vision is for summer summer Bible school. But we get uh, there's some basic questions, 10, 11 questions here that we do get asked. So let's just just read them off if you don't mind. Number one, what are the grade levels offered? We do it a little bit differently than most summer Bible schools or vacation Bible schools, what are the grade levels off, uh, offered and why do we do it that way? So we start with pre-K and we go all the way through 10th grade. And um, when I say pre-K, what I mean is four years old. So we like to start with the four-year-olds. Uh, we think they can do well in the classroom and we take it all the way through 10th grade. One question, um, I can remember with my kids, you know, they're grown and gone now, but summer Bible school or VBS always went up to like maybe when you finish junior high school or you're a freshman in high school. Why do we add, let's say, those two extra grades, three extra grades? I think it's really important that we give the students an opportunity to be able to uh, go past what I guess many um, Bible schools offer in, in their um, teachings, and we uh, allow students to be able to spend time digging into some deeper subject matter with our teachers. And so um, we, we feel like at that particular point, uh, the, the boys and girls, uh, they're ready for some hard-hitting questions. They're ready to really spend a little bit of time uh, delving into some of those topics that you just normally wouldn't get to if you only uh, attended Bible school to sixth grade or, or even uh, even eighth grade. Okay, great. Um, what is the uh, kind of the basic layout, the normal schedule of each day? Okay, so uh, as Jim already mentioned, we, we, we start at 9 a.m., but to be able to show up at 845, uh, let's, let's think like a kid for a second. I show up, I know I have Bible school happening, 
And the first thing that I want to do is I want to go play. I want to go talk to my friends. So it allows the students just a little bit of time to be able to get that out of their system before we actually get started. So, so, so to get the energy out of them. <laughs> yeah, get a little energy okay. out in the morning. Um, so if, you know, if they have that opportunity, uh, we really appreciate it. If not, not a big deal. You arrive when you can arrive. And uh, we, we like to uh, line up outside. Uh, this is a tradition that's been going on for many years. And so the classes all line up with their teacher and then they will go inside and we will have an assembly. Uh, that assembly covers uh, just a basic overview of what we're going to do during that day. Uh, we're going to sing some songs uh, that are going to be geared towards those kids. Uh, we're going to cover some uh, ideas that we have at that particular time that we want all of the students to know. And we'll talk about uh, just uh, some areas of the world that maybe we're going to try to impact. After that point, we have our first class. And uh, that class is probably going to be around 45 minutes or so. And then we have recess. The recess is a really important. I, I want to spend a little bit of time on recess because uh, a number of people would say, well, recess, why are you wasting time on recess? You could have cut down on your time for this Bible school and you could have just gone from 9 to 11. Well, we think that the half hour recess is a huge plus for the kids. It gives them an opportunity to be around other children in the community that are learning about God. And they get to be able to do things that are going to be, um, you know, fun, active, and do it in a setting that's going to be safe. And again, I'm going to stress this point around other kids who are learning about God. And I think that that's a real positive for the kids. We have never had a kid complain about recess time. So uh, kids do enjoy it. And, and for those kids who may not want to be uh, doing some of the really active things that we have going on, uh, such as kickball or uh, the, um, oh, the Frisbee golf, mm -hmm. not the Frisbee golf, but the, uh, what do they call that? Uh, ultimate Frisbee. Yes. I knew I'd come with that. Yeah. I'm not an ultimate Frisbee player. <laughs> anyway, we will have other opportunities and we'll actually also have opportunities for kids to be able to talk to an adult if they, if they need to at that point. Um, we go into a second class then. We burn some energy off to the, sec to the second class. Uh, generally speaking, it's a little shorter than the first. And then we bring them all together just to kind of go back over what we covered today, sing together again, uh, have a closing prayer, and uh, off they go for the rest of their day. Perfect, perfect. You know, you mentioned that uh, what kid is going to be upset or not want recess or complain about recess. We actually, and this is crazy, we actually had a person hit us on Facebook who said that they attended summer Bible school 60 years ago, and they still remember it as being such a blessing in their life even to this day. So that's a great testimony. So I mentioned it earlier, but uh, you know, it, we do get these questions. How can my kid get registered for Bible school? Maybe they don't go to churches, so they don't see the flyers. They don't see all the paperwork we have, but there are other ways they can register. How can they register? Okay. So around the community, we have tried to place uh, some signage out um, that uh, is either along the road or they might be in a shop or a restaurant that maybe you visit. So the signage that we have, it's going to direct you to our website. Uh, so that's 
that's the first way. Just mm-hmm. turkeyrunchurch.org. Yeah. Uh, you can just go directly there, and there's going to be a link uh, to a Google form, and you just fill out the form, and it gets sent off to me, and I take it from there. Um, the, also, same-day same registration, the families can do that as well? So we also, if you did not find a way to register at any any other way, uh, maybe you didn't see the QR code anywhere that we have posted, uh, you can show up Monday morning, or if, it, if you're not there Monday and you uh, can make it Tuesday, whatever day you can bring your child. It doesn't matter if they're starting on Thursday. Let them come. Uh, we'd love to have them. Uh, they can just show up and we will register, register them uh, in the morning right here with us and we'll take it from there. So I would ask that you try to come a little bit early. The 8.45 time slot would be perfect so that we have time to actually get all the information we need uh, just to make sure that we keep your child safe. Perfect, perfect. So what is the theme of uh, of Summer Bible School this year? I see, I know it's the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Actually, I'll read that verse in its entirety. It's Proverbs 11.30. It's the fruit of the righteousness of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. Can you kind of give us a, a, your thoughts on development of that theme for summer Bible school? So the fruit is what we have, what we're showing to our community members, what we're showing to the world, and uh, our goal is to be righteous in doing so. Mm-hmm. So to be able to to display ourselves in a way to offer our, ourselves, whether it be through our actions, through our words, that we do it in a way that's going to have a positive impact on others. And when I say positive impact, I mean leading them in a direction towards Christ. So it's not just doing good and that's it. We want to lead people to Christ because we know that that's going to have not just, and I think a lot of people get caught up in this idea that, well, if I become a Christian, uh, then then I'll have a chance to go to heaven. I actually believe that when you become a Christian, you have an immediate impact on your life. You're going to see positives happen. Um, so we want to be teaching kids how to uh, to offer this fruit, how to uh, provide fruit to their friends, to their family, to whomever. Uh, wants that uh, that knowledge uh, is paying attention to their actions uh, because that's going to have an impact on their ability uh, to have a life that is so much greater than what it is without without Jesus. And then with that in mind, uh, we're we're constantly trying to uh, give kids more knowledge, more knowledge, more knowledge, and and that's great, uh, but we are going to give them something that's even greater. And that is the wisdom of God. And and I think that's what, when we're winning souls, when we're teaching kids about Jesus and we're teaching them uh, how that's going to have an impact on their life, I I believe they're going to want to share that with their friends. They're going to want to share it with their family Mm -hmm. members. And that's going to be something that if if they're doing it in a manner that's pleasing to God, they are using his wisdom. And, and so we want to have kids further their knowledge so that they are wise through him. Okay. Um, kind of leads to the question is that we now that we understand the theme, 
what will kids be learning at Bible school? I mean, kind of the 50,000-foot view, basic thoughts. What are they going to be learning? I know that that we do ours a little unique. Um, a lot of other places will buy a set curriculum from a company, and those are great, great packages. But we've always done it ourselves. It's homegrown. So kind of what will the kids be going through? So I, I think as an overarching theme that we try to teach, we're going to teach the old and New Testament to the kids. And I think that's really important because if you just spend time in the New Testament, you're missing a lot about what the New Testament authors are trying to offer. And to be honest, you're missing a lot on what Jesus is teaching. Um, He offers a a great deal from from the prophets and from uh, the writings from the Old Testament. So we're going to make sure that the kids are going to have the entire Bible offered to them. So I think that's the first place that I want to start. And and we, as a church, are uh, really excited to offer the entire book. It it would feel odd if you just read the second half of of any book and then wondered, well, that's that's neat. I, I, I wonder where that came from. Well, it's there. It's all there. So we want to make sure that we teach it all. So uh, we have teachers who are going to be offering different aspects that are going to be uh, tailored to the students that they have. Uh, So lessons are going to make sense for kids, Uh, whether it be uh, talking about the creation, uh, making sense of the exodus of the Israelites out of Egypt, um, all the way through Jesus's life and the teachings that are, are going to be Uh, presented, and and again, talking about those upper levels, you can really get into some in-depth lessons about the teachings that are offered by Jesus, or the interpretations, what's being provided by Paul or some of the other authors. And I think that makes for a really unique experience that uh, kids can either come, maybe just they're here for the first time this year, um, and, and they're going to be able to pick things up right away. Or if uh, they've been here over multiple, uh, multiple years, they're going to see a trend of how we're covering as much of the Bible as we can in a five-day period. Perfect, perfect. You know, to bring this conversation down to where the rubber hits the road, the kids just want to know, are there any snacks or any drinks? Are there options for those that have allergies, let's say peanuts or other type of allergies? How do we handle that? So uh, the the the, uh, the easy answer is yes. We do have snacks, we do have drinks, uh, and we do have options. Now, uh, for those of you uh, who are registering their child, you're going to notice that I'm going to be asking questions about uh, any sort of food allergies that that your uh, child may have, or um, just any other issues that we should be aware of. And it's really helpful if you're if you're just straightforward and provide us that information. Uh, We definitely have students who have all sorts of allergies, so we're going to be ready for that. Um, And and so we like to have uh, snack time um, for every level, and uh, sometimes it's, um, I guess, tailored by the teacher, Uh, but we're going to have options for every kid. So you have a nut allergy, we're going to cover it. 
Um, if you have a dairy allergy, we're going to be fine. So every kid's going to have something. Uh, we don't have to worry about seafood allergies because we're not going to deal with <laughs> anything like that. No crawdads out no. of the or anything like that? No, okay. No, we'll stay away from those. Okay. Uh, so we'll make sure that all the kids are able to have a snack and, and uh, truly enjoy uh, their time together with their friends. Perfect. Okay. So fast forwarding through the week, um, Monday through Thursday is pretty much the same, but Friday is different. We have normal you know, class time uh, in the morning, but we also have a program at night. Can you walk us through what, what is that Friday night program and really should adults attend as well? Okay. That's a great question because I think a number of people have this feeling like, well, you have the, the morning Bible school. And so once that's wrapped up, that's basically it. Uh, I think Friday night is a great time for families to be able to come together and to celebrate what their children have learned. Mm -hmm. And so uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, mom, dad, if you have a, a, a grandma, grandpa who also want to be a part of this celebration of what uh, has happened throughout the week, uh, we're going to invite you as well uh, because it's it's another opportunity for connections to happen. And by that, one more chance for those kids to be able to see their friends. Uh, it's not always easy to go around and, and see people in the summer. Uh, and so they get one more chance to be around people that they know and those kids that they don't know. Uh, to be honest, you're going to have an opportunity to, uh, to not only see a program, uh, but we're going to provide an excellent meal as well. So you get to enjoy that. Free meal. Hey. Free meal. So, yeah, so come and enjoy that. Um, meet some people who are in the community who are a part of the same thing. Uh, we have lots of members who uh, who are going to come from uh, our own church, but we're going to have people from all over. We're going to have people who aren't members. So um, I don't want anyone to feel like this is some sort of trap where you're going to be the only people showing up at, at, at this church. Um, we have all sorts of people. We, yeah. we are highly attended Friday night, and it's a lot of fun. And it gives you an opportunity to get a true feeling for what was happening at Bible school. I'm a parent. My kids are going to be attending. And if your kids are anything like mine, if you ask them what happened at, at school, you get a really odd answer sometimes or no answer, or they just kind of focus on something that is really specific, but it doesn't explain what they learned throughout the day. So this will give you a chance to see what did my child learn. Okay, so it's a great segue into the next question, because uh, let's say I'm a parent, my kid or my grandkids and my grandkids would be here, but um, they go through the program for the whole week. There's this big event on Friday, and then in most cases, some kids are not exposed to that till 2024 summer Bible school. So um how can parents be involved or how can we help them to continue this learning for their child at home? So I would say the, the, the first way is to, is to pray. I think the first way is to pray. And I think making a connection to God, uh, God hears your prayers and God wants you to be a part of his family. So make that connection with him. Uh, and I, I would start there. Uh, if you are unsure about that direction, have your child help you. And I know that seems maybe kind of counterintuitive mm -hmm. or possibly silly. Uh, we are going to be praying at Bible school, and I, I hope that we prepare them to be able to talk to God. 
because we can teach them all sorts of lessons, but if they aren't talking to God, I'm not sure what those lessons are offering. We want them to have an intimate connection with God. So uh, talk to God, and I think that he will provide. Uh, secondly, I, I believe that as you have conversations with your child, just bring up little pieces like how, I mean, it can be as something as, as start somewhere easy. How was recess? What did you do at recess? Who were your friends? And then start digging into some of the information that was offered by your teacher. Who was your teacher? What were they like? I mean, these are all basic questions. And notice I haven't actually made it to lesson material yet. Yeah. But that sets the stage for what the child was learning at Bible school. So I, I would go with those easy ones to begin with. And then from there, start to dive into, tell me a little bit about the lessons. Tell me a little bit about um, what, what you learned today. And uh, I'm, I'm also going to throw it out here. I, I'm not going to be uh, throwing any teachers under the proverbial bus here, <laughs> but I think they're going to have some things that will be brought home that the teachers will have uh, students create or write or think about. Uh, asking about those, uh, I would suggest try to be as in-depth as possible with, with that, uh, th- those things that are being given and, and really show an interest. Kids who have adults in their lives that show a true interest in what they're doing, they're going to latch on and they're going to want to talk to you. And, and then just see where the conversation goes. Very good, very good. Here's a big question. It's not on our list, by the way. There's free T-shirts involved in this, right? Yeah, we do have T-shirts. And, and what's the color this year? Uh, it's a, uh, let's call it, you can describe it as like an autumn ye- yellow, okay. a, a, a autumn gold. I know It's a mix of those colors. Okay, I great. picked it out, so if, if anyone is already saying like, oh, that sounds awful. You can blame me. I made the decision. But to be perfectly honest, I had some other options, but T-shirt companies kind of uh, made it tricky to pick some of those other uh, uh, color options. So we went with a, a, a darker yellow uh, that I think will look nice with a, uh, a black print on it. Maybe we'll call it goldenrod or something. Goldenrod. Like goldenrod. Nice. Hey, there you go. Um, this leads us to our last question, and in case you have some other things you want to add in. Every year at Summer Bible School, there's a fundraiser. I know this year we're taking a little bit of a different approach to that. Can you go ahead and explain what the fundraiser is for? Okay, so uh, I, we're going to spend some time, and, and this is a good place that you can ask uh, your child about this. Uh, we're going to be spending some time with this, with this tree of life. And so we're going to have a, a tree set up uh, that's going to look really neat up in front of uh, the assembly. Uh, so... What we are going to be doing with the fundraiser is we're going to be branching out a little bit. We're going to go outside of our community and try to have our kids think about the outside world and what's going on. So we have we have two different groups that we're going to be working with. And to be honest, uh, it, that's that's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that all fits together. I think it's going to be a lot of fun that we get to impact so many people. The first group that we're going to work with is a group called uh, Psalm 91.4. And what they do is they work at a school for girls in Uganda. And so I believe there's around 350 to 400 girls that attend this school. Uh, and 
Many of them are not Christian, uh, but they are allowed to attend, and they get to learn about God through their education. Uh, This school takes in all sorts of girls. Many of them uh, have, uh, let's call it difficult family situations. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what is provided is an education that is grounded in not only in the Bible, but in Jesus Christ. And they get to learn uh, life skills. They're going to help them be independent uh, in their world. Uh, And so we're going to try to help out that school. And then the second uh, group that we're going to work with is uh, a group that is attempting to set up schools in Pakistan. Now, to be specific about that uh, and and try to keep this as short as possible, uh, there are um, places where Pakistani families are basically enslaved, and the kids can start working as early as five years of age, working 10 to 12, even more hours per day, seven days a week, and they never get to go to school. They never learn how to read or write. And so what we want to do is help them be able to break out of the system that they're stuck in and to be able to offer them an education in the evenings so that they can no longer be slaves and they get to also learn about Jesus Christ. So these kids and the families are in are in like a perpetual generational slavery. What type of slavery are they in? What 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 are they working in? What are they stuck in? So in Pakistan, there are a number of we'll call them brick factories. They're known as brick kilns in the uh, in in Pakistan, and so. Families become trapped based off of a financial need, and these owners of these brick kilns will cover any financial cost and then charge these families uh, to be able to pay back this loan. Um, From my research and from talking to people who are uh, connected to the brick kilns, this loan is rarely ever paid off. The amount of money that they make is so small. Uh, Average amount of money is usually around $5 a day for the entire family. Um, Half of that goes to the loan. And so the the rest of that $2.50 then goes to paying for food, paying for rent, which is rented off of the brick kiln owners. And a lot of times they actually have to borrow money just to be able to survive. So um, people never get the opportunity to leave the brick kiln. So to pay off a medical bill that may have happened at some point in their lives, uh, families end up working not only the rest of their lives, suspending 25, 30, 40 years in a brick kiln, the children stay enslaved and they never leave. And so the system just perpetuates itself. So um, all the kids that come to summer Bible school, they will actually have a hand in, and this is something we read about in the Bible. We look at history. We even see it on the pages, you know, know, online or on newscasts about slavery and trafficking and all that. But these kids that come to Turkey Run Summer Bible School have a chance to impact 
a child or a family's life directly to get them out of slavery. Absolutely. Wow. It's impactful. And the way that we are going to do this is through education. Now, to be fair, I am a teacher, so <laughs> you are. I find uh, knowledge to be power. So our ability to impact these children through an education that they can receive is going to change their lives. And uh, that education is going to be Christ-centered. So I, I want to make sure people are aware of that. Uganda, Pakistan, are they even allowed to talk about Christianity over there? Are they allowed to talk about Jesus? They are allowed. They are allowed. But uh, we need to be able to impact these children because just because there's the ability to doesn't mean it's happening. Very good. Very good. Derek, I think that's all we have time for. Um any other last thoughts before we wrap this up? I just want to make sure that everyone's aware that, again, if you did not register ahead of time, ahead of time, which it is available, people can register today, uh, feel free to register the morning that you show up, and we'll take care of it. Uh, the kids really, they don't need anything special other than close the play-in and an open mind to learn about God. Perfect. Well, everyone, just a reminder, it starts on Monday, June 26th, so that's a week tomorrow. This podcast will go out tonight. We're broadcasting on a Sunday afternoon. Again, Turkey Run Mennonite Church at 5661 Township Road 372 uh, in Logan, Ohio. We're just north of Logan and just southeast of Bremen or just southeast of Lancaster. Um, if you need to get a hold of us, turkeyrunchurch.org. You can register there. You can look at Facebook or you can email us at turkeyrunmc at proton.me. Um, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 11.30. We ask that everybody arrive about 8.45 if you can. And then, of course, Derek talked about the, the special program on Friday evening. And we just pray that if you can attend, or have, excuse me, have your children attend, then please, please, if you're anywhere close enough to us, that you're more than, more than invited uh, to, to participate. With that, thank you all and God bless.